Hello, everyone. We are back again because we are the prodigals. The prodigals. Welcome to the Prodigals podcast, where we talk about all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. Yes, we discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. And that is why we are here for you. Hello again. My name is Mark, and I'm joined by... Jed. Arwin. Wow. <laughs> Arwin. There we go. So if you did not get that... <laughs> uh, please do not be alarmed by our audio quality. You are not listening to our first two episodes. <laughs> As a result of coronavirus <laughs> ravaging its way through the province of Ontario, we have decided to avoid physical contact as much as possible. So now we are Keep recording back. this over Skype. Skype. So please bear with us as our sound might not, not be sponsored. of the quality that you have been used to. We are just trying to make do with what we have. Um, so it's another Table Talks episode, and we will discuss the idea of small groups. Do they work? What are its advantages and the disadvantages? Why is it important to the overall health of the church? So, guys, small groups, discuss. So, I guess what's everyone's experience with small groups? Small group. <laughs> I, I I'd say I'd say overall positive. I I was I've been able to be in a part of a variety of small groups across different denominations. Uh, and then in, through different levels, whether that be on a church level or on a, almost like a house church level or on a campus ministry level. And it, it, it's been, it's positive just because um, the people that you grow with uh, for the term that you are with them. And so in in a, in a collegiate uh, setting it was so beneficial because you know you're away from your parents well I was in Hamilton on my own and mm. just having like a community where you can discuss you know like what's going on with your life uh, and also being able to grow with a group of students from different like yeah from different backgrounds and programs and connect with them and then be able to like just share your life together throughout the four years or five and so that that was a great that was a blessing on its own and that had a really had a lot of memorable time and experiences in that. And then when it comes to like uh, studies through uh, small groups at like a church, it was more structured like a Bible study. And so people lead out Bible studies so differently. Um, and then we have like, there was one like a, a, like a small group at a house in a home that was way more intimate. Oh, this is one, when I'm, one that I'm part of. Uh, it's super in intimate, revealing even my darkest like struggles and you know it's just a, it's a great space to just be yourself and be accepted to be loved and supported and i think that's what's really in, in any small groups that's we need people in our lives i think god has structured it that way um and it's yeah i mean i have a lot more to say I, i'll say it later but yeah that's so all great experience same with me overall uh pretty great experience it's just being able to be on a deeper intimate level with people that and you can discuss so many more things like the things that we're discussing here 
like we can discuss during those you know moments where we don't really when where it's more intimate and like you can mm. talk about things where it's just when it's a smaller setting rather than <clears throat> when it, yeah it's just you can learn more it's just like it's different when someone's preaching at you and then it's different when someone's asking you a question and you can actually answer yeah and the relationships relationships that have been built uh, through those groups i think like go like way far more than like if i just stayed in the church and not be part of any small groups mm. how about you guys Stelly? <laughs> me i've i think i've been a part of like many i think i've been a part of like so many different small groups and i think i've only had like such beautiful and positive um experiences with them uh just like like jet said like it's just being able to have a community where you can uh be open and vulnerable with and um be having a, a support system that that will support you in your your growth as in your relationship with, with christ and also in like just everyday life like the everyday struggles of life that we all like happen to happen like it's uh it's 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 crazy and also like when it comes to like listening to sermons i am the worst at listening to sermons because one i do not have the attention span to sit down and listen for an hour <laughs> especially i'll remember that especially if <laughs> less than an hour <laughs> especially if the preacher is very bites i guess not engaging oh my gosh yeah no, just give me like 10 minute bites that's it <laughs> Oh my gosh! But yeah, like just being able to bites. I think just the intimacy and like being so engaged in in like spiritual dialogue and and and, and biblical dialogue, like that's that's what like keeps me engaged and that's what helps which has helped me grow like exponentially um, over the past I don't know a couple of years since like small group has been like my main. Um, what, is it? what am I saying? How does it? My main community, like instead of like a big, a big church that I that like mm-hmm. most Western people, most Western Christian goes to go to. Yes. Arwin. Um, I don't know. I actually haven't been part of a lot of small groups. Like it's been sporadic. Like one was when Mark let it out a long time ago at church. Um, one was when I let out like during the summer it was just we were using um jed's account for right now media and we watched uh, a series with francis chan which had a great turnout we had like i don't know we had a lot of people oh that was a great time i remember that great healer francis chan (laughs) (laughs) heals all man I remember studying James um, that was like probably one of the best times that I've enjoyed it and then I don't know I've, I've I haven't had a good one and then like I just started one recently with with some couples um, so couple I don't know of people. who like couple married couples <laughs> All right. Anyway, but uh, yeah, for me, I don't know, man. That, that's just that's. I didn't really have many 
great experiences, except for the ones that I mentioned. But the ones in between, I kind of just wrote them off. And I'll, I'll deep, uh, I guess I'll delve into more later when the time comes. True. Alan? Um, Alan. Alan. I, okay, let me, let me first say off, oh, uh, start I'm off so with. I forgot Sorry? to mention Puy Allen before Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Too, late. Too, late. Too late. It's gone. It's done. It's honored. It's honored. We, we, we still accept the uh, submissions. We're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let me first off say that I believe in small groups. I believe in its efficacy. I, I think that we as a church need to invest in it more. Uh, I think it's great for a lot of people. Having said that, uh, I myself, uh, I found it um, at times um, very stressful for me, Um, mainly because, you know, the way that, and and I I fully recognize that it's, it's a unique position that I have had, you know, within, you know, our church. And so for our listeners, if you don't know, sort of, like our history together, I, you know, I, at one point I was these guys' uh, youth pastor. He's the gang leader. What? Right. Right. You were? I, why? I don't remember I the, that. I, I that. Top of the pyramid so, scheme, man. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so um, a lot of times, I mean, I mean, pretty much all of the time I was expected to lead out, be sort of the more mature one, uh, you know, the the father figure, if you will. Um, and so that didn't lend well towards me being vulnerable a lot, mm. right? Because uh, I felt that I was sort of like, whether it was other people or my own self that I was putting the pressure on, uh, I felt that I couldn't, you know, mm. that I'd have to have like sort of like yeah. these things, you know, sort of, because if not, then I would Sad. lead somebody astray. That was That was yeah. my fear. Right, and I didn't, I didn't want to do that. And because you know, um, the the context that I came in with these guys is that, um, although the older ones before me, most of them left. Maybe one or two stayed out of a group of 40, 50 you know, wow. uh, youth that grew up. And so there wasn't anybody that I could, you know, that I could look up to in the sense that okay, so they're that way. Not too many of them. Right, and the ones that were, they were so busy. <laughs> Kuyamani was so busy. Pearly was so busy, and so it's not like I could, you know, I could latch onto them because you know they were yeah. off doing some other things. And so, I believe in small groups, right? But for my unique experience, I kind of just fell through the cracks in that mm. in that regard. And I don't think that I'll ever be able to find a situation, at least we're here, that you know I can sort of not be. You know, one of the leaders, and not be the one. Yeah. You know, part of that guides. You know, the group That's where hard. it's going, and so, I yeah, it. I don't. I I don't imagine myself finding a group anytime soon. As much as people want to be that accepting, and thank you very much if you if that's your thought process. Uh, I just I just find it hard to like find that that group. Having said that, I believe in it. So I I want it. I want. I would love for us to like put a lot of effort into that into small groups mm. it just my my situation kind of sucked 
yeah. I, I, I completely like understand obviously not in its totality sense like not like in your specific <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sense, but like i like when uh when uh, when i was in campus the and then my campus ministry like i was co-pres i was co-pres at that time and honestly it was the most it, it's it was wild because like there was a community you're leading out you're investing in people's lives but then it was also the most loneliest as well because yep. the, it was like that's the word that's the word where Lonely. will i get my support you know like mm. it, it's, you're putting a like a very like in a position where you have to be like on top of your game you have to you have to not that you have to be perfect but that you have to be able to like lead out meetings consistently be a consistent leader have structures and and so and plus at the same time in a similar position um we used to have a staff leader for, um, so it was the Korean Christian Fellowship. It was underneath, uh, wow, I forgot, InterVarsity Christian Fellowship. Uh, and, so, and so the staff leader left. Um, and so we didn't have anyone from their representatives uh, to help the campus leaders uh, at that time. And so it was a lonely time. It was a hard time for everyone because um, we weren't getting mentorship. And so that's, maybe that's something that we could also talk about. Like, But that's like, a different topic. <laughs> Mentorship is a different topic. That's what I'm saying. Mm. But yeah, going back to small groups. I mean, is there a way for leaders to not feel that? Like, being alone in the responsibility? Oh, um, there is. I feel like there are ways. Um, like, these are, like, so... It's, but I feel like that we're then going into like how do like different small groups are structured. Some people have like uh, have like there's members and then there's a person that leads out the small groups. There's people then there's groups where like there's not specifically a leader, but you all just support each other. And then there's other ones that are just like oh. I'm a leader, but then I'm underneath the church, so that the pastor is the guy who's the head, uh, and and so that everyone else is kind of just like the member of sort some sorts. And so, um, everyone uh, and everyone deals with it differently. There is like the like uh, is the content then from scripture? Is the content based on a book? Like maybe there's a book. Like Francis Chan has a lot of books, like Crazy Love. That's a that's a great book. Uh, and then, oh, or is it, or is it through like a course? Is it like a video content, like what Arwen mentioned earlier about like you know there is like right now media where there's not a leader, but it's just like we're 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 doing this based on like a, someone leading out a video series, and we're just only facilitating discussions. So I mm. I think if there is if you're in a place if there's a place where like you're a specific leader and then you're leading us up. Uh, a small group of your own i think that person and themselves need support whether from a mentor or from a different small group that where they are not leading or you have a structure where you have a small group of people who are not necessarily each leaders but oh and yeah they are all leaders but they all support one another and so i think that could be a way that someone can find support yeah i and think not i lean i think i lean towards a more disseminated uh format where like there's no real leader essentially. Like there's like it's like well, well I guess a small group like that I'm a part of. Like I would call every one of us leaders in our in a, in, in a sense because like every single week we alternate like uh, leading out the small group. So we always we all have the opportunity to grow in 
um, facilitating, uh, growing, um, just leading discussion as well. Um, but also, like you're as also like everyone's a leader essentially. You're also all members of of uh, the group, so you don't feel like you have to be like you know at your best essentially, because I think like like from my past experience, like being a leader in terms of like being at your best, like that means I need to hide everything that I'm struggling with. And I have to hide that from everyone because no one can see that I am struggling. I need to, um, I need to show that I'm strong. I need to show that I'm, I'm a leader and I can lead this group. But like, I found, I like, I've seen so much strength and I think so much more encouragement when seeing leaders who are, who are vulnerable, who have weaknesses, because like it, it goes to show that like their leadership doesn't lean on like um, their influence. It doesn't lean on their own power. It leans on it, le- it leans on the grace and the capabilities that God has given given to them. Pretty much, like it doesn't it doesn't rely like leading out a small group, leading out someone's life and growing in Christ doesn't lean on me. It doesn't rely on me like if i if i if i invite someone to a small group or um i'm trying to like help someone grow in their relationship with god i know that it's not me doing the changing of the heart it's not me um sanctifying it's it's completely god and god's using me as a vessel so that's why i think i really lean towards the more disseminated type Format mm-hmm. per se, if that makes sense. <laughs> Wait, we're, we're the uh, you you asked a lot of questions about the small groups, right? Well, like, advantages and disadvantages, like, does okay. it work? Um, oh, uh, okay, maybe we can go through advantages, like, what were the pros? Yeah, yeah so okay. what are the oh. yeah, so what are the advantages and disadvantages of small Let's groups? Let's go in a circle. What is what do you think <laughs> is the advantage or disadvantage? Jed, go first. What? <laughs> oh, wow. Could you, I mean, yeah, you might be like the one that has like a lot of uh, yeah, one or two. Than... Okay, so uh, one of the pros I say I think is like if our church is able to focus on small groups, we're able to tackle other topics much more better. Uh, other issues, uh, like it's so wild. Um, like in the so my family comes from like an Adventist background and so which like most of us do and small groups is something that's still quote-unquote emerging uh it's still like the how it's defined how it's implemented is not completely solidified maybe in some churches uh but at least in Canada and Ontario and where I am it doesn't feel too like there um um but when when I've uh, attended and seen how small groups work in a lot of the evangelical churches uh, of my friends and, and uh, attending some of the non-denominational uh, Bible studies as well and small groups. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've gone so close. Like, I wanted to learn. I wanted to see how they do stuff. And they focus. They have this advanced box lighter. Like, <laughs> and like they they're driven with purpose like their their small groups have feels like it has been ingrained for years yeah. it's something that they have yeah we're definitely behind the curve we're so behind definitely. the curve and it's it's like they, they're able to tackle like individual issues 
within the small group. They're able to tackle um, theological concerns within a small group. They're able to tackle our, the differences that may feel in a small group. Um, and and so, and sooner or later, then the church as a whole can deal with difficult topics in a better light, in a, in a better way, in a more efficient way. Because, mm-hmm. like, let's be real. One guy speaking to a congregation it will not be effective uh, as much as someone who can relate to you one to one or one to three or 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 one to two. You know, like on a personal level, that's how you know how how Christ dealt with people. Um, he, he reached out, he he healed people on a personal level. I feel like that's the way that you know, uh, which is like a really huge pro, which is a yeah, which is something huge. Um, connecting with people and being able to love them where they're at. Uh, something that you can't do if you don't have small groups. Uh, con, I would say, is the inevitable... Who's um, peeing? <laughs> <laughs> Not watermark. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, the, the con would be the inevitable commitment issue. Um, you want people to grow. You want to help them and serve them and and support them. But it's hard when people have different priorities. And you know, if the church doesn't value small groups, it's challenging for people to be committed to small groups because they don't see its importance. And so, I think commitment would be a, like a challenge. It will be a struggle. It might continue to be a struggle, and that's not something we can like mm. force people to come to. But it's True. it is it is like the downfall. Um, uh, some, in some ways, and sometimes small groups would dissipate. But you know what? That's that's something that you have to work around with. Mm. Yep. All true. <clears throat> uh, what I can see, like for an advantage, is that you there's more of a chance that you'll be able to uh, meet the needs of your members, because when you have such a big church, like even. 250 is a big church already. Like 250, there's a whole lot of people that are being ignored already. And like they're feeling like they're just outsiders or no one says hello to them when they come in. And so even that, even like having a conversation with other members is difficult uh, when you have 200, 250. How much more can you meet their needs mm. you know like if if they're going through something how mm. can you as a church if no one even talks to you how how would you feel like why would you feel like sharing that to the to others right so i think <clears throat> that's one big advantage is that if with a smaller group let's say seven to ten um they'll people will will always feel like they're home um mm. they belong mm. and they can like hopefully share their needs to that small group and then um the small group can do something to meet that need and then or if they can't they bring it to the higher ups like to the church yeah. the whole church where the church can find a way to rally everyone to you know uh provide for that person um yeah uh, i think like that's one of the big ways that i've seen like small groups recently, um, being able to meet and be there for people who need it most. Um, I think like one <clears throat> one uh, con or disadvantage is just 
like strictly speaking, our denomination is not ready for it. So there's always going to be a reluctance. And they're not always going to be into it, right? So, and they go into it with mixed emotions. Um, and so if you bring the topic up, it's not always going to be viewed in a, like, in a good light. Um, or it's always going to be strange because church has always been mm. a big, this way. like this that. way, church service every yeah. Saturday, and then Wednesday, Friday, vespers. But then outside of that, meeting like house to house and small groups is still kind of strange to mm -hmm. people. So I think like that's a con in itself. Mm. Mm, I could really see that. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, benefit um, from <laughs> from a pastor standpoint, um, you know, we we like to think that everybody like we we try to talk about this this idea of uh, the the priesthood of all believers, right? Where yeah. everybody yeah. is sort of like, you know, a priest. Right, and uh, you represent God in a certain way, and you take care. The bigger thing is that you take care of one another, right? And I think one of the benefits that you know that that small groups is is that it forces you to grow, right? Mm. Uh, it forces mm -hmm. you to grow as a, you know whether you're the leader or whether you're sort of like just coming up, right? Particularly for the leaders because you know uh, it's sort of like the, that whole idea of if you want to learn something, you go. Uh, you tutor somebody, right? You're forced to engage. You're forced to engage the word, the topic, the you know the thing, the the struggle that you're dealing with on a on a on a you know on a more deeper level, right? And so it forces you to to grow. It forces you to to you know to take on different perspectives. It forces you to to take a more active role within your your spiritual uh, journey and your spiritual group. Right, and so you know, in terms of a way of, of growing as a Christian, yeah, absolutely, you know that that's that's there, and that's why I think that's why I believe in it, um, in its efficacy. One of the one of the, sort of the challenges, though, um, you know, really has to deal more with the logistics of it, right? Because as as uh, as a father that has families that have little kids. I'm going to a small group. If I'm leading or if I'm there just to, you know, whatever, what do I do with my kids? Right. And yeah. so there, there's, there's, there has to be, I think a greater buy-in than, per, than maybe we're, mm. we're not exactly giving it more, you know, attention to, right. Or we're mm. kind of overlooking, right. Uh, for some people, it's an easy buy-in, right. It's like, oh, these people can like, whatever I can be, I can be vulnerable. I can be whatever. There are some of us that, that are introverts, that are, or some of us that have been hurt in the past. That that's not an easy thing for us to do. Yeah, definitely. No, I agree. Right, with you. and so yeah. there's a learning. It's it's not equal for everybody, right? No. It's not an easy adoption for everybody. And for some of us, you know, it's it's a struggle to do that, particularly if you're introverted. Right, and you don't engage the group only by. I mean, you're going there, hoping that you're just going to, you know, information gather, you know, just kind of soak it in before you're you're feeling comfortable. And sometimes, you know, people will 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 in their in their good nature, 
would want to pull you into into the group and pull you into the discussion and pull you into like engaging, right? And we're not ready for that, right? And so you know, there's 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 a challenge in there as as well, you know, because some, you know, sometimes we don't have you know skilled enough leaders uh, to handle that type of situation. Right. Yeah, that's a good um, one. Very good point. Uh, and, and so there's learning curves that that are there, and there are, and 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 yes, absolutely, there are times where you can just put people together, and then you know it just automatically clicks. I love that situation. I wish it was mm. that way for every single group, but that's just not the for case. Sure. Yeah. Right. And so there's learning curves that yes. I think that we are we're not addressing. You know, the, there's some assumptions that we just kind of throw in there, and it's just and. And doesn't always work, and people fall by the you know fall through the cracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. B- Billy or Arwen? I'll go first. I, I don't have that much okay, okay, okay. because uh, I haven't had much experience. But from the few experience I did have, um, it sucks when there are people who are not mentally there like uh, and they become a distraction more than uh, part of the conversation Mm. Um, that takes away a lot from the experience Uh, it takes it takes away it kind of takes away power from the leader Um, and I don't know if that's where creating a youth group or sorry, not a youth group, like a small group where it has to matter who, who you're choosing to be part of. I don't know if, if you guys can shed us some light on that. Like, does it, if you were to create one, does it matter who you choose? Like, are you careful with who you choose? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's a, that's a good question. I, I I believe it depends on the circumstance at hand. So if you have a congregation or if you have a group of people who are um, overall um, kind of like just struggling, that it is a best interest and wise to have people who can who lead who are uh, in a, a certain level of preparedness, right? Um, to be able to uh, be responsible, handle cer- certain topics, certain uh, group dynamics, and, and especially uh, be at a point of like handling scripture in um, in a respectable uh, and understanding way. Um, but I know there's a lot of times where that's not the case, right? People don't have the liberty, and you know everyone just is struggling. And the thing is, it's like I, I, I all I can think about is how. The disciples were, you know, they were a one. <laughs> they were the wildest group ever. And I believe in how God can really shape people in groups. I feel like if you bring people together, uh, and they can they can talk about their lives, um, be able to be more open. I think um, I I I, f- I think I've sat in experiences uh, to what you've ex- to you what you've you've said and. I, I see like a big problem is everyone being able to be vulnerable. There seems to be a trust issue in the air. No one's really sharing mm. how their week was. Mm. No, just feel like, what did you? What's the best thing that happened this week? 
I don't know. I did. I got an A on my homework, or yeah. like, oh, oh, I I didn't get my change from Starbucks. Like, I don't know. It just be so like on the level, and it, I think there. So I think there's a trust and vulnerability issue. And I think once that's tackled, mm. I think I think God can really use that space. Uh, yeah, and and that's more along the, the lines of the process. And I, I want to be clear for those that are listening. A lot of the things that we're talking about, you know, tends to be you know how how maybe. You know, we're not as as skilled in in leading out small groups or, or putting small groups in, right? And so, a mm. lot of that can be cleared up with you know people with experience, with um, uh, with leaders that that have um, you know gone together that have their own sort of like their strengths and uh, and uh, a clear vision of how how it should be how it should be done. Uh, but there are I also want to say that there are clear cut disadvantages as well like as i kind of was alluding to we don't have like a small groups does small group doesn't have all the resources that a huge church does right Mm. whether it's the financial resources the manpower to do it you know um you know the programming to 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 always you know put something in place uh there was another one and i totally forgot i'm so sorry that's okay but yeah that's the one that sticks out to me dang it oh, if it, co- if it comes back don't come back okay yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so that was the con uh, as for my pro I think the pro is so I know Billy mentioned that he doesn't like it when there's a leader um, I kind of half disagree I think there has to be a leadership figure to get the conversation going um yeah. I don't know. It's just, I guess if you have an engaged leader, it, it, it moves the conversation. I, I don't know mm. if you guys want to add on to that. Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, I no. figured it out. Oh. I friend it out. And thank you, Arwin, because that, that's sort of like what, what I was thinking about is that the the idea of small groups is kind of nebulous in a benefit so that it can sort of like, you know, it can handle, you know, situations <clears throat> here and left. But the con of it is that because there's so many ways that you could do it, so many ways of doing it, sometimes you get lost in it. Like, how am I yeah. supposed to do this? Where am I supposed to go? Right? You know, it's there's no clear cut, you know, here, this this is the way mm. that you have to do it. And so people kind of get lost, you know, or didn't want to, or don't know how to, like, start it off. And they're apprehensive. And so that goes back into, like, oh, there's the trust issue. There's the, you know, the vul- vulnerability aspect of the process that's there. But even before that, it's just, where do I start? What mm. is, what is... You know what's good for me. I don't know what small, which small groups that I have to go to, right? And mm. so there, I think that's one of the cons in small groups is that it's so nebulous, right? Some mm. people can get lost and not knowing what to do that they never get started in the first place. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I th- uh, like some of us are part of small groups that is that appears very healthy, and that's not like something that just came out of the blue. I, I believe that came mm. from like crafting uh that learning curve like uh, uh what alan said like there is a <laughs> it's a huge learning curve uh it's a lot of experimentation what works what doesn't work assessing mm-hmm. how do we move forward then or what does our community what do they need how can we serve them where should we even locate where will we meet is it at the home will be beneficial in the church basement it's so there's so many factors and you got to pl- play out each one but as but for some that can also be a con that's like what alan said like it, 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 it might be so daunting that it. Why start, right? 
I think for that, like, I think the biggest thing that has helped in my experience is, is like, finding um, a format that works for you. I mean, the sim like, for me, like, the simpler the format, it's, like, easily replicable. And, like, it kind of takes off the load and pressure of, mm-hmm. like, uh, of, like, um, having to have, leadership. like, a specific structure. Yeah, exactly. having to like, prepare for it. And having to prepare. <laughs> I mean, we have to prepare for it. So it's not like of no, I need not extensive prepared, preparation. It's not extensive. It's not like, it's not like you have to come oh, up have with to... questions. Yeah, based on yeah, the topic. Exactly. Right? Like, like the format we use, like I just feel like um, it's very simple questions, and it's pretty much the same questions every single week. And I feel like, like the like simpler questions allows for the Holy Spirit to really work and speak through people, like through the scripture and when and when we read it. So I think for that kind of like that that has helped in my in my experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um and and small groups doesn't necessarily have to be just about people getting together and discussing, you know, the word or a passage or anything yeah. like that. I know there are small groups out there like their definition of a small group is, you know, they're getting together, you know, on the weekday to play basketball. Right. Mm. And yeah. it's, you know, there's just sort of like, you know, there's, they're just trying to get comfortable with one another. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe all somewhere else, somewhere down the line, they invite one or two of those guys to a different small group that does tackle passages that does tackle something else that has to deal with more, you know, spiritual things. So, like I said, I mean, it is nebulous, like the the idea of small groups, but it is all it is also so versatile that you can, you know, use it for other people and stuff. I think that our creativity and how we put together our small groups, you know, uh, can really lend itself to to dealing with other people, even if they're, you know, introverted versus not, if they're phlegmatic or whatever, whatever personality type thing that you use, instrument that you use, right? There's somebody, there's yeah. uh, there's a small group out there for us. Mm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. There's a small group out there for you. There it is. Yay! Billy, you gotta share your pros and cons. Uh, I think I hear my con and, is like I and agree. You're oh wow, that's <laughs> that's heavy. Cons, I agree with. I think a lot of you said like commitment, like having a lack of commitment from people is really discouraging when you're trying to organize a small group um, because it, it's, it's so discouraging because like people give you their, like give you a promise, give you their commitment, like, okay, I'll come. And then like they, the, like you try to invite them out and they're like, Oh, I can't, I can't this week. Oh, I can't this week. And I can't this week. And I can't this week. And I can't this week. Um, and, I, 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 and, I, and I understand because like sometimes it's just scheduling. Sometimes like, they, you know, have like they have pre pre engagements and pre promises and things like that. But it, it, it's just discouraging because it's like you you want to invest in these people, you want to help them grow in their relationship. It's just and it's just hard. But you know, it's so crazy. Like with the social distancing and everything, like um, I feel like for me, like there's no more excuse. Like I can organize almost anything because we can all just do everything online. Yeah. Which is which is so beautiful. I'm like I think it's it's a big blessing in that sense. Uh, but yeah, definitely like having la- like lack of commitments is very discouraging. Um, also, like this is like a side like a 
side con maybe like i miss doing corporate worship like i miss like just like being with like google believers like with a praise team and just worshiping god like i do miss that this is something i like i just like, dearly miss um but like, well, we we do well we do that sometimes we just go to like another church <laughs> <laughs> um pros I feel like I've talked about my pros already. Like, I feel like there's, like, <clears throat> so many pros. Yeah, and going back to sort of, like, your the, what you miss about going, you know, sort of having this corporate worship, worship, I know there are some, you know, some groups out there that, that sort of, like, have these small groups three weeks out of the out of the month, and then the last week, they all kind of congregate yeah. together, yeah, yeah. you know, to have this one big sort of, like, worship sort of, like, thing. Right, and then everything else goes back, and so I mean, I think I think you can have the best of both worlds in that regard, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, you can have like you know you can definitely have the best of like small group and the best of uh, big westernized church, which like there's nothing wrong with. Like I think the biggest thing that we're trying to say is like there's nothing wrong with going to church. Mm. There's definitely nothing yeah. wrong with going to church. Yeah, there's definitely nothing wrong with. You sitting down, listening to a pastor, you meeting with people within that community, because like maybe through those experiences, like you've been able to grow in your relationship with God, you've been able to grow in faith, grow more in trust and uh, act out more in faith, like through that whole experience and like all the power to you because like that's that works for you because like, yeah, like, but I guess like for me, like it's been small group and that's why we're having this conversation. So, so yeah. yeah, and there's nothing wrong with going to church, as you said. And I think like we like in our small groups, we study that in Acts 12. Um, there's that big Antioch church, right? Antioch in Syria, mm-hmm. and um, that showed me that while there were smaller house churches back in the day, there was also that big one where. They're the ones who spent, who sent missionaries everywhere. They're the ones who, you know, funded Paul when he went on his journeys. And um, they would send, they're the ones who sent relief to Jerusalem when there was famine. Um, and then, yeah, so it's just that that resource comes from the big church. Um, if you want to send money to, you know, places that have been ravaged by you know the typhoon or something that you know and that small group has limitations of doing that so god has a purpose for every kind of church out there for Uh, sure so yeah yeah the small group work yes yes are there advantages and disadvantages yes 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 Uh, all we can do Let's pray that God will lead us to, you know, to be able to lead in whatever he has called us, whether that is a small group or in a bigger church. But uh, we believe that if possible, that you would be a part of a small group and that you pray for a community of Christians that you can be intimate with and have a um, closer relationship with. um, And that will be beneficial in your faith journey. All right. So, thanks everyone for joining us in this episode. Uh, we hope that you were blessed with whatever was said today. Uh, we are here every week, coronavirus or not. Uh, we hope that you, you are well and healthy. Hopefully, we're here. 
Yes, hopefully. <laughs> we hope that you're well, well and healthy. And if you have any questions, suggestions, or encouragements, you can reach us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also email us at theprodigalspodcast at gmail.com. Stay blessed, stay faithful, and join us next week for another episode of The Prodigal.